bless the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Then was Jesus led of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And when he had fasted, he was hungry, having not eaten anything for 40 days and 40 nights. And when the temper came to him, he said, If thou be the Son of God, command that these stones be made bread. Now I want you to note a few things here, my sisters and brothers. Jesus, who is modeling for us, praise God. The Spirit of God came upon him in baptism. I know of some, and you probably do too, who after baptism, they felt that there were going to be something so supernatural that nothing is going to bother them any longer, that no temptation is going to beset them, that they would not be tempted in any way, that they would just be in that cocoon of a place shielded. And yes, I know of some who having experienced such temptations, having experienced such difficulties, have given up, have drawn back from God, from their walk with God. Let's continue to pray for such ones. Thank you, Jesus. Here, had one been in the text, one would have been able to note that even our Savior and Lord, our Messiah, the Son of God, as the voice of God spoke from the heavens, declaring who he is and resting and abiding with him. And now for 40 days on a fast, and who shows up? The enemy of our souls. And the Bible says he came to him and said, listen to what he's saying. If thou be the Son of God, command that these stones be made bread. My sisters and brothers, I don't want you to miss this. Forty days prior, the voice of God spoke that this is my beloved Son. The Spirit of God came and remained on him. And the devil does what he does to all of us. He seeks to infiltrate our minds with that seed, with that spirit of doubt. That spirit of doubt that if you and I allow it to take a foothold in your life and mine, that spirit of doubt will lead you and will lead me to disbelief, to disobedience, and ultimately to denial of who he is. And the tempter came, and the first question that he is going to pose is if you be the son of God, if, but I want you to note as we read here in conclusion this afternoon. And the Bible says in verse 3, And when the temper came, he said, If thou be the Son of God, command that these stones be made bread. But Jesus answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. The lying devil did not stop then. I'm speaking about his, uh, his attack on the Son of God. And you and I are his disciples. And Jesus said in the word uh, that if you call me Savior and Lord, do know this, uh, that you are not above your Savior and your Lord. And if these things befell him, then we should not think it strange when it seeks to come our way. The devil came to him and sought to bring doubt as to who he is. Has he sought to bring doubt into your heart and to your mind? 
as to who you are. You are a daughter of the Most High God. You are loved with an everlasting love, and beneath you are the everlasting arms of the Lord that has been sustaining you down through these years. You know what God has done. He has brought you from a mighty long ways. He has given you testimonies after testimonies after testimonies, but none of that phase the devil who will seek to bring doubt into your heart and your mind and your spirit that caused you to doubt your walk with God. The same trick that he used with Eve and Adam back in Genesis chapter 3 is the same strategy that he is seeking to use with our Savior and Lord Jesus Christ. But Jesus modeled indeed for us victory. Hallelujah. He indeed is the second Adam and he has laid a path for you and I to be able to throttle on and to be victorious in. The devil came to sow that seed of doubt. If you be the son of God. And Jesus noted he did not get into a dialogue. He did not even remind him of what transpired just four days earlier as the spirit of God came upon him. What Jesus did is what he would have you and me to do. But you and I can only do this if we have a handle on it. What am I talking about? I'm speaking about having the word of God in our heart. No wonder the scripture says, thy word have I hid in my heart that I may not sin against thee. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I may be victorious when the temptation comes. Because whenever we sin is when we fail to fight with the weaponry of our warfare. Oftentimes when we give in is because we have tried some other strategy apart from the one that Christ has laid out for us. The one that Christ has modeled for us. Jesus, he responded for the first temptation. He said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. My sisters and brothers, when the enemy comes with an attack, we ought to know what is written. Hallelujah. Know the word. Know the word. I want you to see as we proceed to the conclusion here. In the fifth chapter, it says, then, say with me, then, then, the devil is not just going to come after you and me with one attack. He got, oh, no, 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 no. He has a strategy. Have you noted his strategy often is a threefold attack? You see, you and I are a triune being. Yes, body, spirit, and soul modeled after our triune God, God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And that lying devil, he often seeks to mimic the things of God. His attack often is threefold. Watch it now. Come on, sisters and brothers. Here he comes again in the fifth verse. It says, and then the devil taketh him up into a holy city and seated him on the pinnacle of the temple. Be careful when the enemy causes us to feel as though it is secure for us to sit. How often times we have felt it was secure to sit when there was a backlash to it. And the Bible tells us here, he set Christ upon a pinnacle of the temple. And then he said, here it comes now, if thou be the son of God, cast thyself down. And now watch it now. The devil is seeking now to do what Christ had already demonstrated in the first temptation. Read with me. If thou be the son of God, cast thyself down, for it is written, 
He shall give his angels charge concerning thee, and in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou dash thy foot against a stone. Now that sounds accurate, but it is not accurate. That's why you have to know what the word says. Oh, men and women of God, find an earpiece, put it in your ear, saturate your mind with the word of God. The spirit of God is going to bring back the word of God at the appropriate time. That's why we need to listen here and here and here and hear the word of God. You may say, but pastor, I won't remember all of that. You don't have to remember it. The spirit of God is going to bring it back at the appropriate time as a weapon against the warring attacks of the enemy. And Jesus, understanding the strategy of the enemy and the erroneous quotation, verse 7, and Jesus said unto him, it is written again, hallelujah, it is written again, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. But the devil didn't stop then, and he will not stop there with you at a second attack. He often has a three-prong attack that he would launch against the people of God. In the eighth verse, again, the devil taketh him up into an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of the worldly kingdoms. How many have thrown in the towel and given up on God just so that they can lay hold of the, of the glory of the world? But you and I I need to keep our hearts so fixed. Our heart is fixed. Oh God, my heart is fixed. I pray that God would so fix our heart that the temporal things will not be able to persuade us. And so he took Christ on this third attempt and hear what he said. All these things I will give to thee. I will give thee all these things. Jesus then said unto him, get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, thou shalt worship the Lord thy God and him only shall thou serve. And then the devil leaveth him and behold the angels came and ministered unto him. I'm saying to us in closing this afternoon that if you and I would use the word of God every time the enemy comes at us, God will send his ministering angels thereafter to refresh our soul. I said to refresh our souls. Have you noted that every response that Jesus had given to these attacks came out of the book of Deuteronomy, came out of the book of the law, came out of the Torah, out of the Old Testament context. What am I saying? I'm saying that Jesus is authenticating even here the inspiration of the entire canon of scriptures, both old and new. Jesus is able to reach back and to bring forth that which is written, that which came by the inspiration of the Spirit of God. All scripture is given by the inspiration of God and is good for correction. Yes, it's good for reproof. Hallelujah. Ah, he watches over his word to bring it to fruition. So sisters and brothers, this week, forget about last week. We can't go back and change the things of the past. Would to God that you, like me, would be able to declare, it is written, it is written, I'm to love the Lord my God with all of my heart, with all of my soul, and with all of my strength, hallelujah. It is written, hallelujah. It is written that our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit, hallelujah. It is written, it's not what I think. It's not what somebody has said. It is what the word of God has said. The Bible says when he used the word, the devil just moved on. I said he just moved on. Let's use the word of God. You've been doing good in prayer. You like me have been pressing in for those 34 weeks. Now we're going into the 35th week. 
and we are going to balance that, uh, the prayer and the word, the word and the prayer, the word and the prayer. It is written, men shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. I thank you, Father, that we are no longer the tail, but we are the head. I thank you, Father, that there is therefore now no condemnation, even for those in Christ sometimes, who, oh God, are experiencing the attack of suicide as the enemy shows them the ugliness of their sin. It's a lie of the devil, for you are loved with an everlasting love. And the God, I said, the God who has a heaven to place you, he is the one who is declaring over you, there is no longer any condemnation to you, woman of God, to you, man of God. I love this gospel because I acknowledge that I'm a sinner needing the grace of God. And if you acknowledge that you too are a sinner, and then hold on to the cross, hold on to the security of the love of God that is given to us in Christ Jesus. Let's declare what the word of God declares. And note as you are doing so that for Jesus, he had to declare it three times before that lying devil backed up. And you and I are not Jesus. He may have 33 attempts. He may have 300 attempts that he comes after you and after me with. But let us use the word of God. For it's the word of God that is sharper than any two-edged sword. It's the word of God that is able to divide bone and marrow. Oh, what no surgeon scalpel can. It's the word of God that does what no psychiatrist can. It is the word of God. Use it today. Use it in every attack. Praise the name of God. Hallelujah. It's the word of God. Can you declare it with me? My hiding place is in the word of God. Your hiding place is in God's word. Our hiding place is in God's word. It's the scriptures. I close by encouraging you, by imploring you, my sisters and brothers. Let us accept the word of God as it is. Let us live the word of God and let us answer every attack of the devil with the word of God. Yes, let us accept it. Let us live by it and let us let us answer the devil accusations with it. It is the word of God. Hallelujah. As you bow your hearts with us. Hallelujah. He who loves you, he who loves you, he who loves you. He calls you. Jesus declared, I did not come to call the righteous, but I came that sinners would repent and find rest in him. And if you you identify as a sinner needing God's grace, I, 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 I'm right there with you. Let's respond to God. Respond to him. Bow your hearts with us. Not just your head, but bow your hearts. Open your hearts to him. He who loves you calls you. I said, he who loves you calls you. The word of God reminds us that Jesus Christ knows us from the end to the beginning, and yet he chose to die for you and me. There's nothing about your life that he's not aware of, and yet he loves you, and he bids you come. Let us touch and agree, every one of us. Let us touch and agree in prayer. Don't just bow your heads, bow your hearts, and receive from God. Receive the gift of forgiveness. Receive. Receive. Let us pray. Thank you, Father. Thank you that we will declare what your word says.
We will declare what your word says over our children. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. We will declare it. We will declare it. We will declare what your word says, that no weapon formed against us will be able to overtake us. Hallelujah. That men will give into our bosom because you would so ordain it, Lord. Lord, help us, hallelujah, as we go forth into this new week. As we come into the room of prayer on tomorrow, you tarrying in grace. We'll come in declaring what your word has said, not only over our lives, but over the lives of each other. Thank you, Father. We'll speak life to our children and speak life to our nieces and our nephews and speak life uh, not for the cause of wishful thinking, but because of what we are believing your word to bring to fruition in the lives of these. For those that are not well in body, Father, for those that have reached out to me already, not feeling well in body, as we are hearing, oh, Father, of the spike of, uh, of this virus, we pray continuously your covering, oh, God, over us as a body. And despite what symptoms are being felt by others, by some, that, Lord, you would allow the healing, the healing virtue of your son, Christ Jesus, to prevail. By your stripes, we were healed. And we appropriate that healing over our lives, over our bodies, over our brothers and sisters. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we give you thanks. We declare what your word says. We are blessed coming in. And we're blessed going out. I thank God for each one of you. I thank the Lord for your strength and for your pursuit of him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. And as we've been praying every week, that the Lord will continue to make ends meet in the lives of each one of you that name the name of Christ. It'll be part of your testimony, how the Lord has and is providing, putting food on the table. And we're coming again to the, the end of a month, where bills are going to be coming due already. Some bills come due before the month is even concluded. And we believe in God to meet every need that your testimony will continue to be how the Lord has provided and made, hallelujah, and made you the head and made you the lender and the giver and no longer the borrower. Thank you, Father. The Lord bless you and keep you as you go into the furtherance of this day. He's making his face to shine in you, being gracious unto you. He lifts his countenance upon you and he grants you his peace. Father, I thank you for each one, for blessing their homes, blessing financially. And though, God, the offerings that they send, that you, O oh Father, would multiply the portion that remains, Father, so that they would have continuously an overflow. And for those desirous of being able, O oh Father, to be a giver, that you, O oh Lord, would so grant the increase that they would have their needs met and have a surplus that they, O oh God, can also invest in. Into the, into the lives of others, into ministry. We give you thanks in Christ Jesus' name and the people of God, right where you are, in your car, in your home, lift up your voice now and say, Amen and Amen and Amen. God bless you. Hallelujah. Bless the name of the Lord. He's a good, good God. And you can declare he is my God. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I thank you. Lord, we thank you. We bless your name. We glory in you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We're going to clap our hands. All you people of God, clap your hands. Clap your hands as we leave out of this room, clapping our hands and giving God the praise and giving him the glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's a good thing. Thing. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Come on, say it with me. It's a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah.